Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, we bring you on an expedition through the depths of the movie industry to discuss the amazing, terrible, and amazingly terrible movies based on video games. Our hosts' entire lives are dedicated to a single goal, probably answering the age-old question, do games make good movies? Hello, Internet. Welcome to another episode of Video Game Movie Anatomy. To celebrate the release of Rise of the Tomb Raider exclusively on the Xbox One and Xbox 360 platforms, we decided to drag our boots through the crap that is no. <laughs> well, okay, maybe we're, we're getting some way to put it. We're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. Today we're talking Lara Croft, Tomb Raider, the Cradle of Life. Uh, I am one of your hosts for this show. I am the Internet Soapbox Mark. You can follow me on Twitter at Soapbox Mark. Make sure to use the hashtag VGM Anatomy to follow us along on Twitter throughout the week and during this constu- con- ah, during this conversation. I am joined uh, by the illustrious video game movie anatomy team, starting with one Miss Stacy Shuttleworth. Yay! Hey, hi, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Patrick. Yeah, no, it's He's just, so excited for me. Yes. Oh, we have a full panel again. This is a big deal. <laughs> I'm excited. Yes. Keep up with my adventures at Ye Old Nerd or Nerds Doing Stuff, where I am a nerd doing stuff. Yeah, you are. That's a good Succinctly said, you can find me at P to the D's on Twitter and tell me why I again am wrong about hating another movie. Patrick D's, I don't know if uh, you're, this will work for you as well as it has before. What's that? I, uh, I, I just want to talk about the game. Can we just talk about Rise of the Tomb Raider? We can will. We just, no. We have, a, we have a section of the movie where Great. it's similar, where it's game similarities. And, uh, I just want to talk about that game. It's so uh, good. So uh, this is Video Game Movie Anatomy. We dissect the film adaptations of some of our favorite interactive media. And to start us off, we have our speed run. That is our quick review of the film. Uh, somebody seemed really eager this time. They brought the entire novel of their speed run. I brought the whole script. I'm you did. Read. So fade in, fade in on Mara. Let's yep. Mr. Patrick Deese, what is your speed run of this so, film? So it's less of a speed run this time. So last week uh, I was very excited because mine was literally the briefest speed run in the history of speed runs. That's why it's a speed run. Well, I understand. It, it like, but I got grief. I finished last week and you guys were like, man, you're, you're done? You're like, are you... That that's it. And it was a sentence. Film. I was like, I know because usually it's like I I live under the mantra like why use five words when fifty will do. <laughs> and so that's what I'm running with on this one. So a little bit a little bit longer, but stay with me. So all right, my speed run is is as follows: Lara Croft to the Tomb Raider, the Cradle of Life has a better plot, characters, and better acting than the first movie. But let's be honest about it. No one is here to see the movie for the plot, characters, or acting. The audience for this movie literally just wants to see Lara shoot, punch, and kick bad guys. And that movie has plenty of that. All of that is certainly there. Um, and the distractions of plot, character, and acting barely get in the way. Tomb Raider, Lara Croft. Lara Croft. Nope. It's too long of a title. Colon. I don't blame you. It's too yeah, many. It's, it's, it's too many. It's Colon anything's ridiculous. That's that's <laughs> less of a speedrunner, more of like a whole box blurb. Yeah. But I'll take it. Yeah, okay. I'll okay. totally take it. So Stacey. I'm going to say like a, a walk run. Like it wasn't a speed run. What's like... A brisk run? Yeah, it was, it was, it was a, a speed it was a brisk. jaunt. I was like, yeah. A jaunt. Uh-huh. Is it speed jump? Speed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> not so speedy though. What have you seen the speed walking in the Olympics? It's like how can we go really fast but not run? It's like the dumbest sport. Olympic sport. <laughs> yeah. Son of a biscuit. Uh, yep. Stacy. <laughs> All right. 
So at least there's sufficient eye candy to almost justify the two hours of stagnant character, bad story, and dull action that is Laura Croft, Tomb Raider, Cradle of Life. Whoa, shit. That was good. Fired. That was good. All right. You can learn a thing or two from I, the I could. I feel like. My, see, like, I, I'm, I'm a half full type of guy. How are you? And it was re- like, I don't know I what my glass, didn't matter what my glass was full of, but I wanted to get it at least half full. Um, so mine was. Uh, think of some things that might help you get through this movie. <laughs> It's five o'clock somewhere, Mark. Enjoy that movie. Especially when you're watching this one. I needed all of the drinks. I decided to go tea instead of booze. Did you? Yes, because that way I won't uh, just finish all of the bottles in my possession. I feel and this, I can <laughs> keep me calm. This would have been a great like top five drunk movie. <laughs> Jesus, really right. yeah, for sure, really dude. When we do, when we do watch alongs, it's gonna be hard not to bring uh, booze along. But uh, so my speed <laughs> run, the booze along, the booze along. <laughs> I'm Steven in. watching because yeah, that's yeah. what we're gonna do. I'm I'm on board. Okay, uh, so uh, Laura Croft, to- thank you, Laura Croft, Tomb Raider, the Cradle of Life shows why Angelina Jolie should be an action star, but also shows why video games should not. Make should, video games should not be made into movies. Yeah, that's, I think that's super right. fair. And 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 well, I, I have a reason because I looked up. I was trying to find some extra stuff to show, uh, like some videos or anything. But it was just it was bad. Some of the the uh, in the first minute of a behind the scenes thing that I found for this movie, it was Angelina. This this was a scene that Angelina wanted to do. She wanted to do something underwater. She wanted to ride on horseback. She wanted to. Do, so a lot of this movie's like. Like, seemingly random action scenes are yes. just because right. Angelina Jolie wanted to do that. Set pieces that she thought would be cool. Yeah. They see. fit them into the script and being over that. They even wrote dialogue around the like, why would I do anything the easy way? I don't know, because her rider depended on it. Like, <laughs> the only, that's why she's in the movie. That's why she's that's an really executive producer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, that, there, there's some of that. Uh, from, from the speed. No, we're, we're going to talk about this at length. Can I, oh, can gosh. I ask you this before we get into <laughs> ask it? Me though, a I'm interested in your guys' thoughts here. Like, did you think, We've both we've all seen the first one. Like it's a pretty low bar to clear. I kind of like covered it on the show. We did with that expectancy set going in. Like how was this? Was it better or worse than you? Like what? Like again, because going in the bar was so low. True. Um, I think for this one because the bar was so low, it let it. And we've already had one where it's like. Just whatever. Just show, just a movie. <laughs> whatever. I'm here to watch a movie. There was no expectation, so it mm-hmm. lets you kind of accept the silly stuff and the nonsensical stuff. There are a couple of times where I wanted to throw my controller. Oh. That, that will be a segue in a moment. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, but uh, for, for the most part, it was just like... It was more like... Come on, as opposed to you gotta be kidding me. Like so, it didn't even elicit like, like come on. No, it's just, just like it's just what it. Uh, you're just, so resigned at this point to it being bad. You dialogue. You don't have high hope. They could have honestly. Most of the scenes, the actors could have just said dialogue, 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 cradle of life. Dialogue. Alexander the Great. It would have had the same no. point. It yeah. So, but I'll say this, and then we can kind of get into uh, controller toss moments. All that. I really thought. This movie was better in almost every way than the first one. I can, I can agree with I that. I think okay. there was incremental progress. I mean, again, it's not saying it's good by any stretch <laughs> of the imagination. Like, I'm a realist here, but I will say, like, literally, the chemistry was better between the leads. Like, the very little dialogue was a little bit better. The mm. set pieces were... Ex- like, do you remember the first one? that The scene that, like, was should have been my controller moment, like, 14 times, was the ridiculous <laughs> scene when she's in that jump-up thing and twirls. She's arguably, <laughs> and like, a stationary... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's a stationary target. 
target. And like at the very least, the set pieces in this one felt like all right. Uh, so it's slightly hyperbolized and way over the top, but there was I don't know. It just like okay. like in every conceivable way, this movie was better. There were there were real locations. It wasn't like this temple that we've never seen. For sure, it was mm-hmm. Kenya. Yeah, totally. It, right. it, it was yep. China. Yep. So th- like you got to see actual locations sure. as a, and then fade into the fantastical as opposed to let's start with this weird multi armed <laughs> god with swords. No, that's <laughs> that's for for a movie like that you got to fade into it. I agree. Okay, I agree. Uh, so controller toss moments. I'm going to start with you, Stacey. This is a moment when you're watching the film and you suddenly have a, you've gotta be kidding me, and you throw your controller across the room. Stacey. This, this happened wait. about every five minutes. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. I mean, also, the first one was when the earthquake occurs and just all of a sudden rocks are flying everywhere and the logo rises up, the title rises up from these rocks and I was just like, are you kidding me? Interesting (laughs) choice. No, that's 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 the table well. This is what I'm settling in for. All right? I mean, it just kept going from there. Sure. That that definitely started it off. (laughs) I can imagine just a a movie theater on like opening weekend and like the 20 people that are in there are looking up and they see that and you just hear one guy go, well, I just hear a lot of heavy breaths and parents looking at their children like, what did you bring me to? Yeah, resigned parents, just like sad dad in the aisle going, this was a video game? What have I done with my life? I've got these two kids I really didn't want. I'm watching this terrible movie. Sorry. You're going super deep. dark. Patrick. does that to me. Uh, So I think my controller toss moment would be arguably somebody's favorite moment. So I think it's it's the best slash worst moment in the entire film. And I know you guys know what I'm building toward. It's punching the shark in the face. Can we get that picture? I got a picture. It's punching the shark in the face. Oh. So, so just to set this table, she's underwater, and they, they, they foreshadow this a little bit. God, that's a genius picture. It's yes. It's the, it's the moment. Yes. Oh, my God. That is perfect. Again, best slash worst moment of this film. So they foreshadow that a little bit. As they're going underwater, they're diving on the little bot. It's like, and they see the shark. My, my favorite is the audio cue that the shark growls at them from like 40 yards. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute. I look around like I'm on the office. Like I don't like, really, is this a thing? Sharks what? are growling now. So yeah. they definitely foreshadow that. And then she slits her wrist as the temple's well, crumbling. Kind of well, well, she got, no, she got shot oh, in the man. leg. Okay. And then she cut herself in the arm. So, mm-hmm. I, so I agree. No, so you, that, you were, you're just, just long ways. I wish she'd slit her wrist and just no, died. No, like, yeah. I was going to say you were projecting. Yeah, I, yeah. I thought you were projecting. Dad in the audience of the, 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 in the aisle of the, the theater. Sad dad. Um, no, so she she cuts her wrist and holds the um, holds the cut, sort of like mm-hmm. goes below the water and comes and lets it go strategically in order to attract the shark, punch it in the goddamn face, <laughs> and then ride, and ride, ride it to the surface, so. which admittedly was pretty cool. <laughs> so that was at the point where like when you suspended all reality at the point like great. at that point, all right, I see what you did there, Laura. Like again, best slash worst moment Resourceful. in most movies, right? Sure, Resourceful. and so like. <clears throat> So for me, uh, that was both my throwing the controller against the wall and then piecing it back together and wanting to play the game some more. Because, like, holy shit, we are doing this, something here. This yeah. movie was like playing a Wii game. Because you got to strap the little wrist strap in, <laughs> and it keeps th- you keep throwing yes. it, but it keeps going back into yes. your hands. Uh, and hopefully it doesn't put a hole in your damn yes. television. Uh, my... That was my controller toss. Oh, I'm sure it's, I didn't need the, to take yours. The but... first appearance of the shark was just like, so this is the CGI budget. That's happening. Alone on ones. <laughs> and that's another thing is they didn't they didn't waste too much money on the CG uh, until 
we get to uh, the Guardians of the, the the Valley of Fear or whatever. Sure. Whatever. The last, yeah, the last, whatever. The last 10 minutes. minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We decided that we were going full mythology, you know, and, for like, no okay, reason. And that's, bi- the, okay, okay. none of you get started about the mythology I, until okay. we get into the All breakdown. Because right. right. too much bullshit. But but these things, it was, the in the script, it was like, it's the Valley of Fear. So it's like, oh, you're, you're so you're going to face your biggest fear. Nope, the, just monsters. Yeah. Just yeah. monsters. They are my biggest fear, though. I mean, to be fair, that's terrifying. <laughs> it, they weren't my biggest fear until I saw them, and then they jumped every other fear. It was like spiders, taxes, the DMV, and then those jerks. Was like, they become your biggest I was fear. very much an R-rated uh, episode here. Uh, terrifying. Those nightmares. The Valley of Nightmares? Yes. Is, is that what we got? Oh, the, the thing is yeah. the thing about nightmares. Yeah, it's disgusting and horribly animated. Bless those people. I hope they still have jobs. That's not oh, anything yeah. on you. That's the budget. I... I Kind of disagree. Like they were way more interesting than the bad guys. Like holy for the Jesus, two minutes they were on sweet screen. Jesus, I would way rather than be running from those things than the terrible gunfights that Jerry Butler had to put up with over and over and over. If they had, if the third act was another gunfight where I didn't care, I literally, I, then I probably would. But this, this actually for me was like. All right, I'm back on board. All right, you know, yeah, this picked up a little bit for I me think- too. Yeah. I would have liked to see it kind of threaded through the whole movie. Yeah, if, if they if just in the last couple minutes. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Were, the, but were those in the markings in the temple in the beginning? Because no, if they that were, that's too much of a that's too much of a lead. I don't think so. I, don't, no. I didn't pick no. up on it. Okay. And I mean, even if they were, that would have been what one mentioned in the first five minutes, and then the last ten minutes. Never again. Speaking of one min- one mention, never again. Her her butler and her tech crony. From the first movie. Yeah. They were only in the movie for probably a total oh, of yeah. ten minutes. They're so great, though. Mm-hmm. They were great, but jeez. They're in, they've got two scenes right at the beginning where they let the MI6 guys in, mm-hmm. and she says, right. what, like, tease for visitors? Tease for guests. These yes, visit, yeah, when he came to the front door. Could go yeah. to hell and die in a fire. Um, and then like at that. the very end when he gets the hair braided and one of the same came back. I liked it. Yeah, they, they mm-hmm. served their purpose, but I wish they had a bigger purpose. Uh, so in this <laughs> movie, in Laura Croft's Tomb Raider, The Cradle of Life, adventurous Laura Croft goes on a quest to save the mythical Pandora's box before an evil scientist uh, before an evil scientist and recruits a former marine turned mercenary to assist her and and of course our star of this movie is the uh, beautiful Angelina Jolie yeah. who fit at at the time fit this character to a T the character has since overgone a, a yeah I agree uh, I mean, she she's She's Lara Croft. Yeah, she yes. totally worked yep. this mm-hmm. version of the character. Agreed. Yes. And I underscore yes. this version. And <laughs> let's we'll, and we'll get there. bold yeah. italics. Uh-huh. Uh, and little, I, I'm actually beyond surprised that her highest grossing movie, or her highest grossing movies uh, di- are doing more, or did less than Gerard Butler. But her top three films uh, amongst her career, Maleficent, which was Good. Yeah. I don't know if anybody saw yep. it. Was it good. Was. It was, was it great. No. It was good. Uh, Kung Fu Panda. Uh, very good. <laughs> the Kung Fu Panda series, pretty great. Uh, the third one coming out later this year or early next year. And then Mr. and Mrs. Smith that almost did two hundred million dollars. That's a really fun movie. Is it? Oh yeah. Have I, you not seen I this? I thought it was fun too. Yeah. yeah no. Super okay. fun. No. Under a little, a little violent. Yeah. Pretty dark. Um, actually, mm-hmm. I, I would assert it's my favorite a movie of hers. Oh, really? Super good. Yeah, and there's this, a real... So this doesn't even compare. No, not even close. And like, it's, it's, <laughs> of course, they want to get married on this jazz, but this was pre Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie. Like, but there was right. a very real chemistry there, so it worked on top of the all the rad set pieces. One, the two people that you believe were 
actual ass kickers to the degree, the degree that they are. So anyway, I, it's right. yeah, worth okay. a watch. And Mr. Gerard Butler playing Terry Sheridan. Yes. The How to Train Your Dragon series to date has garnered almost four hundred million dollars worldwide. Right. Uh, followed up by the three hundred or three hundred two hundred and ten million, and then a big like th- there was a James Bond movie that he was like a background actor in that was technically number three, uh, <laughs> wow. but he, he was counting. like wow. he wasn't even credited in it. Okay, he was just okay. kind of like goon number three. Sure. Uh, so Olympus has fallen is ninety eight million, which those... I didn't think did that great. It's about the White House. Yeah, yeah he was right. he was a dude who was in prison and shit was happening at the White House, and he was like, I didn't do it. That's essentially Olympus is fallen. I totally did see that. <laughs> That's how forgettable it was. Like, right when you did this oh, thing, no, man. I didn't do it. I'm like, no, I got it. I followed. I think that was in the trailer. We were like, nah, I couldn't have done it. I was here. Um, yeah, yeah, I, whatever. Like, I was surprised that one of his rom-coms with Jennifer Aniston somehow didn't make the list. Or yeah. Whatever. He did a, a series of movies that weren't interesting after 300. He was Sparta, and then he wasn't. All, then he, he, then he had his hands in his pockets for most of the movie posters that he was in for like three years. Yes. yes. Very casual. Uh, to round out the cast, a young, uh, just just of note, a young Jaiman Hansu playing Kosa, her African guide. Yeah. was just like, holy crap, awesome, go yep. Jaiman yeah, Hansu. That was great. Um, and Sierra Hines playing Jonathan Rice, the yes, sir. evil scientist uh, who creates all of the diseases in the world. Bond villain extraordinary. Uh, right. So, like, might as well. A little bit over the top. Was he... Any sort of a threat? Did did you find him threatening at all? Even in the scene where he gave that dude a bowl and was like, not, "Nope, here's the cure." Not like not mm-hmm. physically, not like mm-hmm. intellectually. He wasn't like this super like the the intellect wasn't terrifying. Like he was the biggest casting miss for me by a country mile. Like that guy made no sense. Yeah. Did you did and you disagree? Role, well, I think he's a good actor. Sure. And yeah. I don't I don't think the role did yeah. any favors right. to him, and I do not think it was the role for him. No. It, it was but not then doing again, it. I don't think it was really a role written for anybody. It, yeah, it was really <laughs> dialogue, the, dialogue. I mean, yeah, dialogue. I mean, Bad guy. <laughs> they, they, there was no substance. To it the it was this. Right. <laughs> and I'm going to do it again. Start your counts at home. This movie, <laughs> uh, they needed a bad guy, mm-hmm. and the, I guess, I guess this guy does. does I mean, in a. For for a modern villain, a guy who creates uh, diseases and a guy who can manufacture diseases, that's a that's a good beginning story. But we didn't know anything about him other than he did that. No, he won a Nobel Prize and then that's, went on to do this that's, insanity. That's all we got about I like, him, but like, how, this is a really cool opportunity. This guy should have been like Joker level insane, mm-hmm. right? Like, I mean, somebody who just like is completely unpredictable. Somebody relatively interesting, but like. Pandora's box was the threat, and that that was also right. completely you know uh, sure you like have a vague okay. like vague understanding of that, so we're gonna run with that, so she can shoot some more shit. The plot was so I know. I know. Uh, so uh, the, uh, so the, the, I love that I'm more high on this movie than both of you. Uh, yeah, guys. you're, you're awesome. doing a better job defending well, it that, than I know, either. I know. I had, Once you start going Greek, you get my attention. I'm a big fan of Greek mythology, sure. and they went actually like the, the the scene where the MI6 people show up and they're like Pandora's box. Is that a legend? She goes, No, uh, so, uh, you know, just dialogue, 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 real thing. Really? Just yeah. written, just real, real. Egypt, real, super real. Egypt, things. so real. It's actually Egypt, and men was created in the year like seven thousand BC, and and just like not even if if you're trying to make a legend, you and and Star Wars is and Star Wars is very much uh, subject to this. You can't just tell people that something happened. 
if you mm-hmm. if you see her like finding like oh my oh my god this the Pandora's box wasn't even this it was, it was it. then we all learn it in a fun way right but as opposed to just like I oh, know I know everything it's kind of boring and 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 my six I love that they just like they hear all of this nonsense which would blow anybody's mind and I'd have a series of like follow up questions they're like. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to go call the queen. Her majesty says go stop that shit. Yeah. Like, Take just, care could you of just, it. Could you go right. handle that? Because all that craziness you just said. <laughs> We're just going to accept She's that earned it. She's earned go. it. She's Lara freaking Croft. Yeah. yeah. But the fact that... that has she? Hmm. hmm. This movie. Number this four. This <laughs> Again, the movie. bar was so low for the first one. And here's the other thing, too. I know we'll get to the game at some point. The new game is so fantastic that I was, like, so much an apologist. I'm like, this needed to happen so that they could have, like, a really well-developed Lara in the future. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, let's just get okay. this out of the way. Well, that's another thing. With this Lara, we just started with she's a rich girl with a mansion who, who's looking for her father. Sure. That And, mm-hmm. and that... that Worked, but you, you need a little bit more this this day and age. I agree. So having the new version of Lara Croft start at the beginning, even if it's a direct adaptation of the new game, would give us something a little bit different. But we would still get the globe trotting with something like this. Uh, here, here's a, here's a question for everybody. I'm, I'm repeating my words a, a, a lot. What scene? What action scene? Or yeah, no. What what action scene would you? Throw completely out of the movie. The horseback riding scene. It's nonsense. Oh, they have her sitting like lady style, and it's was... literally just like it makes complete sense. Her coat's badass, like from a wardrobe oh, perspective. The outfits were phenomenal. I, I really and the braid on her ponytail I, was top notch. That was about it. Unabashedly, like <laughs> staunch record of heterosexuality. I'm really into the costuming. Yeah, it's, she was great, but that, that scene was just nonsense. It yes. was there was no reason. Alexis from the no. booth kind of agree. Uh, the the flying squirrel suits. Off of that building in China, it was it was crazy. But back then, that sort of thing was was brand new. No, 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 and also brand new, right? Like that just hadn't been done in movies. So that place in time, I will say before I think Mission Impossible did it, and I think I might be completely wrong about that. Um, I am not action movie anatomy. That has been Bateman and Andrew Guy. <laughs> no, you are Damn not. Uh, I will say though that set up like again that I'm looking for anything, any possible lines that are redeemable at all. But this was the you go first, no, you go first. Gunshots, I'm going oh. first. Like again, that was the one maybe chuckle I got. So yes. what? What about their relation? Or Stacy, what action scene do you think doesn't fit, or you just don't uh, like? I just, I didn't like any of the action scenes. Oh, None of them. I she, no, really hey, not. I know. I'm sorry. Take me to church. <laughs> She's just like there were, there was they roll so credits and then they find the box and it's like a three and a half minute movie. I love this Lauren, movie. It's yes. the best. Well, I've never seen action scenes that were so dull. Just she kind of won. There wasn't one that you were like, "Hey, this is all right." Like the Terracotta Warriors. That was kind of cool. I liked more or less how that one was staged. Mm. That Except one was ha- exciting. They had to find a way to mess bit. that up too, like have her climb right. on top. And then arguably <laughs> the dumbest scene was when she went into that. The, the the soldier pose with the gun, some sort of oh. martial art, which used the gun thing. It was just an excuse. Like, yeah. no. That was, was so labored. That I mm-hmm. think a lot of... So the horseback riding scene included, as well as the uh, 
the proper marching with the gun uh, is is a way to reestablish her or to remind the audience that she's a proper lady and, and yeah and worldly yeah and right, yes right, of course yeah. and the uh, the the staff fighting in the in the middle of the of the library uh, right. there's so so Stop. much so but, much yeah. was just like Butler got in a lick or two I was like rooting for him I'm like alright yeah. Hillary oh Hillary yes. sorry not, Hillary, not like yeah. Butler man no oh, not you know, Butler man <laughs> I was just going by the, the dialogue dialogue <laughs> Butler man get over here Butler dialogue dialogue throw mm-hmm. stick throw and stick. for some reason it sticks nailed in the, it cause yeah. she's awesome she trained for that. You've got to throw you that know? really hard. And do you know how many times she threw it at that book specifically? She's like, Probably finally so. there's a scenario where I need to throw this. And like, she'd been throwing she it at that every day. Like, what's your obsession with that I'm book, Clara? Yeah. She knew. I know, right? <laughs> One of these days we're going to do Greek, I swear. Yeah, I, yep. And I'm going to be <laughs> on <sick>. it. <laughs> uh, so, what, so what about, uh, let me get his character name, Terry, and Lara's uh, on-screen relationship throughout the film. No, instant what? no. No. What? <laughs> was, Are we watching what the same movie? What? It was like, hey, here's two characters. They have a history. They should have a relationship. Here, have it. But there was nothing behind it. It was just like, oh, they're gonna have random relationship talks at completely inappropriate moments. Mm-hmm. What am I to you? He certainly was a little like needy boyfriend. <laughs> like, like bro, you need to chill. Yeah, I know, just breathe Jeez. a little bit. But yeah, like, bro, pump the brakes. Like it was a several times. He there. There were so many uh, points of dialogue in this film that were. It was just. It was just lines. It was just dialogue. It was. This is something a, a guy and a girl will talk about together, right? right? Yeah, they, right. They happen to have a moment alone. We got to fill it with some words. Here are the words that usually go there. What if she was wearing a towel? Absolutely. They focus tested that. Action scene. The group likes mm-hmm. towels. Okay, thumbs up. Good. What yep. if we put Jerry in without Shirtless. a shirt? Yep, okay. Yeah. There. Focus testing. Double. Yep. Everybody's good. Everyone's what? happy. So, like, I actually, so, uh, I don't know if it's because I like Gerard Butler a lot. He's and, charming. And he like leaned into too. his accent a lot. I think the guy could have chemistry with a phone book. But it worked for me. The dialogue was bad, but there was tension there. Like, uh, And I felt like the history was authentic. Like, even if though okay. it wasn't well fleshed out and they had their five-month relationship or, like, mm-hmm. whatever that was. Right. Uh, to me, he was the best part of the... the best part of the movie. I, I can agree with that. Uh, I like that they let him keep his Scottish accent. Yep, I agree. I, I now, I just... I want to see nothing more than a movie <laughs> a movie poster uh, with Gerard... The just, Gerard with his hands in his pockets, and it's just a phone a book. Phone book. <laughs> phone book with like a wig, and he's looking like longingly at it. Has to have the wig. Yeah, he has to have a wig. <laughs> okay. I, I didn't say what kind of a wig, oh, but right. just a wig. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> shit. Yep. I mean, yep. I know. Yeah. I watched that movie. Um, and it and would gross would more too. than probably Olympus is Fallen. Probably ninety yeah. million. Yeah. See, just a curiosity <laughs> well. alone. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and have a great life on VOD. Uh, who directs it? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Darren Aronofsky. <laughs> I would watch that movie uh, all day, all day, I'm just several times. Dying inside. Okay. <laughs> so what's that feeling? Death inside. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's what it is. It's like somebody opened a Pandora box <laughs> in my soul, <laughs> and I'm, I'm melting from the inside out. Uh, the guy. Hey, the gunplay. That wasn't a joke. Please help me. So the uh, <laughs> get me off the set right now. Please. I I started the show. I'll end it. The if you're uh, watching this. the the gunfights. Yeah. So you said mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a perfect. Uh, uh, any anything that wasn't blinky? Did anybody notice anybody firing and not just like totally like like guns. they were scared of the blank? It's like yeah. once it once it goes out, like oh, it's something fired. Like I I didn't see anybody who was confident with a gun. Oh. 
Jerry was in the in the helicopter oh, okay. scene where they land the helicopter in the square and he's sniping down. It looks like he's okay. he's the one guy that I felt a little like competent. But like some of the I don't remember the name of the gang that was in the mountains, but some of those goons that clearly never fired even oh, like a prop gun chili. in their entire life. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, what are we doing? Yeah, I am with How you. How did that happen? No, yeah. for sure. <laughs> the- <laughs> I just I can't. I know. Uh, I know. What? What? Play what the game, play could the game. we have? Yes, play Rise the game. Of the Tomb play any of the Tomb Raiders, but mostly play Rise of the Tomb Raider, oh, uh, which is out now in stores. Uh, that's it. No, no. Uh, I. So for for a moment, let's let's go back and and see if, if anything we? could have been done with the director, uh, Jean de Bon. Yep. Uh, I'm going to try to say that correctly. Uh, Jean de Bont for our American uh, viewers out there. That sounds right. So he has quite a storied career. This man made his directorial debut with Speed Correct. in 1994. And what a debut. Awesome And what movie. a debut. Mm-hmm. Kill- that was the rated R. That was like the first rated R movie that I saw like as a kid. And I was just like, oh, they're saying bad words. And oh, it's, oh my God. <laughs> uh, he then did Twister in 96. Another one was just like, at least a hit. Was a hit. Probably fiscally did better too, right? Like I think Twister did really well. I mean, when you got Helen Hunt, I know. I'm and, still uh, I got Anthony Rapp in there. I know. Can we just cast Helen Hunt? Yeah. Tomb Raider. I watched it like I'm, aging too much. Like yeah. she's retiring. She's ready to hang it up. She's got one last. <laughs> her and uh, Ordain Helen Mirren. Just I'd I would watch that. So it's I absolutely. Would. <laughs> what are we doing? We would, <laughs> Sorry. What are we doing? What is? It? What's in your cup? Can yeah, I have yeah. some too? Uh-huh. <laughs> so from Speed and Twister. We went to he he went back to speed. <laughs> he went back to speed for Speed Two Cruise Control, just <clears throat> critical commercial failure. I remember it. And then in 1999, he did the Haunting remake, which it was it, it did well commercially because horror movies usually do. Uh, but it was a, it was nominated for five Razzie Awards. I'm sorry, did you say five? Five Razzie Awards and One is considered time. five. Five. Okay, thank you. We're just clarifying. One, two, three, four, okay. five, 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 five. five. Yep. Sorry, uh, just making sure. That's a lot of Razzies. And it's widely considered to be one of the worst remakes ever made. <sighs> so, he, I mean, and then we got him. So, he was doing pretty good. He was flying high in my... There was, he couldn't do much worse. And and to be <clears throat> honest, depending on who wrote it, I it from a direction standpoint... I think, like, the shots were set up wonderfully, and the action scenes were at least, like, kind of dynamic, but the bones weren't good to support this muscle. And it just kind of just fl- just fell. Just, it was just bad. <laughs> the idea of you instantly right, having yeah. no bones and just being a pile of flesh hosting a show, be like, well, come to popcorn talk. Um, yeah, I mean, I can get behind that. <laughs> I mean, uh, what are you going to say? I, I mean, when when we're dealing with a movie this good, uh, it's uh, it's it's hard to come back from it. We do have some of the. This is the opening weekend. Tough week. Poor movie. Tough opening week. weekend. Uh, it went up against Spy Kids 3D Game Over, which got number one with 33 million. Pirates of the Caribbean: Curse of the Black Pearl. The surprise hit didn't even couldn't even take down Spy Kids. That is a monster. I mean, uh, Spy yeah. Kids. Bad Boys Two. And even just look at the rest of this top ten. So, Lara Croft, Tomb Raider, Cradle of Life came in number four. Seabiscuit at number five. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, which was considered a terrible movie. Even that is still number six. Terminator 3 at number seven. Finding Nemo, Johnny English, and Legally Blonde 2 to round out the top ten. That's a strong top ten. So, first, to be honest, cool. 
But with a budget of ninety-five million to only make twenty-one in your first weekend, not a good sign. Yeah, that's yeah. rough. I don't know how much of that oh. went to Angelina because the rest of it was not spent on CG or like the action we've established here is subpar. <laughs> I understand losing <laughs> to Bad Boys too. I can no, it's Bad Boys and Pirates. And I can pirates. understand. Spike Spike Hits was huge. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not of our age group. We grew out of it. Maybe I <laughs> uh, didn't see it first weekend. I promise. No. Three times you didn't see it? Three times? Four times. Five, five, five Four, times, one for every three, Razzie? Three for 3D. Oh, yeah. three for 3D. Uh, but it was... <laughs> five. Five. <laughs> five. I'm going to high five. Let's do it. All right. Sorry for everybody listening. That This this movie... It rattles you. Uh, this movie's again. really gotten under your skin in a big way. I've, I've done a lot of these with you, and, and I don't know that I've had a movie throw you so much. It, I, uh, it's been a long day. You find a, you find a silver lining, my friend, and I'm, I'm excited that this one is... Gerard is, Butler's uh, pecs. Uh, so... The, silver lining. Pretty awesome. Staunch record of her- yeah. heterosexuality. I'm attracted to that man. Dude. Yep. I agree. Yes. Heterosexuality. Yeah. I want to um, be the phone book. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> See now, now I'm gonna. The wig is gonna you be your hair. Yes, yeah, yes. yes. It makes it fine. <laughs> <laughs> just want to make a phone book mask. I agree. We need to make this movie. Just don't rip them in half. I pay good money to see this animated. Can it, we get the listener to, to like animate this for us? Uh, that would. Uh, God. Yep. Uh, don't rip him in half. No. Nope. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Just realized what that meant. I, I shouldn't have said it. <laughs> yep. uh, yep. Any anything huge plot wise that you guys want to talk about? Not no, because there's nothing I, worth talking huge about. Huge Well, let's talk. Let's talk about the final scene. Let's talk about the the confrontation. Uh, we thank you. Yeah, what plot? Put it in change. Get yourself your own one. Uh, so the the climax of this film takes us to Africa, where the cradle of life is resting on the top of a mountain. Uh, they get an or. She's guided there by a friend of hers. She has friends all over the world. All over. She just parachutes right. in their truck, just like just hey, and just, just cruising along, parachutes just like all over the just, place. I know. Yeah. She just keeps shedding parachutes. She's pretty good at it. <laughs> the, I would if I could. I couldn't imagine her. I tried to parachute here today. And then that was that thumping. Yeah, noise. yeah. And the subsequent ambulance visit. <laughs> have you, uh, no. have you we been, saw a parachute. Have you been skydiving? No. Either of you? Not no. so much. Not your jam. Squirrel no. suiting. I ate a lot of shit when I landed. And it was oh not God. a... Did you really squirrel shit? No, uh, I did was not. was like instantly jealous. I'm squirrel like, shit my pants. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, I can't... I have nothing to add to that, literally. That just... Mm-hmm. Nailed it. Name uh, the I just... Just uh. so they take they take him up to this uh, this mountain the the valley of fear the valley yeah. of nightmares whatever mm-hmm. and it's scary for shit. some reason I no. thought it would be a, it would kind of redeem itself by not going into super faceless tree monster territory and being like no you just you see your greatest fear but we don't know any of these characters enough to right. know what their greatest no, fear for sure. is for we, sure we had no prior hints that would kind of give us oh well this is might be what they're going to encounter and just, Bingo was her name oh yeah no just, totally. Oh, you changed your name? Cool. It's yep. Bingo now. Yeah, yeah. Bingo. Um, so Bingo. Uh, Congratulations. Bingo. <laughs> yeah, it's a Bingo. I'm going to call Robbie Bingo now. That's Please what do. I'm going to do. do. Uh, she just got hitched. Uh, Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> also, big congrats to you, sir. I know this is not time or the place, but you just you just got engaged. I did. Congratulations to Mr. Mark Donica. So let's go back to talk about this. I heard that. That was Blue's Clues. Thank you, Alexa. That's a big deal. Happy, yeah. yeah, I agree. Well, I needed bright spots. <laughs> yeah, but you got to bring me back up to just just shove me back in the dirt. <laughs> yeah, that's what uh, I did. So all of everybody but our three main characters, for some reason, even though there was a gun fired and they're attracted to noise, and let's just forget about that part. Uh, they got rid of all of the extra people. Get them out of here. And yeah. just gone. And yep. uh, except for Jaiman lived. 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah Jaime Lipsy got away. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they they go down into the uh, the cradle of life of the mm-hmm. mountain, and there's this black ooze with a glowing gold box that seemingly pa- well, I mean, I presume it's Pandora's box, uh, and right. the some of the lamest fight. And gunplay and CG, and they could have they could have thrown a skeleton into a pool of just like like dyed black water and have it like like have a dude under it like just kind of bob it up (laughs) and it would have looked better and cooler than hold on what's his name (laughs) right uh, Jonathan Reese Rice Jonathan Mm -hmm. Rice our bad guy melting and finally getting like one finger on it and then melting away yeah yeah. It's pretty bad. Bullshit. I'm not, gonna, uh, I'm well, not sticking up for the scene. Awful. Really, you looked at me like you wanted. I'm like, tell me why it's redeemable. It's totally no, you're like, you're Mr. Silver Lining it's today. It's just not. I'm full of vitriol and uh, vinegar. I liked okay, double if V's. I'm looking, if I'm looking, whoa, double V. Double V's. Yikes. I'm talking double U's. When I look right at the, if I'm looking for the silver lining, it would be the final face off between Jerry and Angelina. As That's he's a positive. Like, I mean, whatever. Like the way it resolved was pretty stupid. When he's going to straight yeah. up shoot it. <laughs> But, like, I like the fact that they brought, like, because I didn't expect that. Like, literally, I would have expected this movie to be like, and they ride off into the sunset together yeah. knowing they did the right thing. And she straight up killed a man. And I yeah, kind of like that. And I think Laura ideally would be somebody who has cracks in her moral compass mm-hmm. that, like, mm-hmm. is flawed and is a three-dimensional character as opposed to this 2D idiot who's there for pure sex appeal. That's why I keep harking on this game, Camilla Lettington. Her performance is nuanced and Laura's interesting. And she's got, like, she's a badass without being just a, you know, uh, just objectified the entire mm-hmm. time. Anyway, my point would be that that scene points to Lara having more to her, and my hope would be that that was like, hey, look, we're gonna try and make a, a franchise out of this as opposed to a couple quick cash grabs, but yeah. Nope. What did you think about the, the final scene? I mean, I do think that was the first time that they really gave her a little more depth and kind of gave her the totally. chance to have a little more depth, so I enjoyed that. It the ch- it was the so ch- ridiculous. The chance. the chance. I like that. Because yep. because some of, such of the dialogue was banal and basic mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. like, this is the plot and we should be, we're on screen together so you should like me. Do you have a crush on me? Let's get married. It's It, it wasn't... It <laughs> was, no bones like off that. <laughs> Yeah, that was no bone, di- yeah, that was no yeah, bone yeah, dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> I need to write that down. Yeah. No, no bone dialogue. Uh, but uh, it, it just... It would have meant more if we felt something for these characters as a couple. I agree. Yes. Yeah. But it just, it, I was I was surprised. It was like, gunshot, fall back. And I thought, if, if you're going to shoot him right next to Pandora's ooze and he doesn't fall in... I think that could have that could have been a fun little like Terminator like da na na. She just slowly pushes him in like yeah, just, just like just like, like, just, like no, just he's like I'm still well, alive I can come back he's from this. On the just, floor, she's yeah. like towing him in. Yeah, just <laughs> dragging his ass in there. No witnesses. <laughs> pushing a little bit. You just hear like a quiet. <laughs> <sighs> oh, nope, push no. him in. <laughs> out, get out. Just, <laughs> just let it happen. Just, that's terrible. That is terrible. Uh, so let's let's talk about this movie compared to. Well, we'll start compared to the original games. This is pretty dead on. Yeah, you got a lot of different locations around the world. Hundred percent. Hot woman with two guns. Correct. And uh, man meat piece of the week. Yep. Cool. Uh, how would this compare to the new series? Well, the new series has story and character development. Wow. So, I mean, so this movie is better. You say yes. Yes, that's absolutely what I'm saying. <laughs> 
Patrick, it, this is your section. This is the part that you uh, want to well, talk about. You know, like, whatever. I could go on for for a long time about it. But, like, here's the thing. So that the reboot was two years ago, and then Rise yep. of the Tomb Raider just came out. And, like, Rihanna Pratchett, if you're familiar with Terry Pratchett, the sci-fi fantasy author, mm-hmm. like, her... She lost her dad and kind of lived in the in the shadow of her father, like her whole life. And she's an author of her own right and wrote this Tomb Raider, uh, the, not Terminator reboot, Jesus, Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider reboot. And it's so, I mean, all of it drips with like authenticity. Here's a woman who's like well fleshed out. She's capable. Um, she rely, but but yet relies on other people. She's just a human being, and that constantly like objectified. She's fit and she looks capable, but like a well rounded human being with like a tremendous backstory and like real motivations and i will say camille luddington's performance in them is fan freaking tastic she's mm-hmm. unbelievable i know we're gonna get to casting at some point but like she would be in like and she, this woman is also in Grey's anatomy so she's like yeah, you know an actor of she's screen as whack yeah as well and so um like the like the, the new games are not only the gameplay is not only just best in class. I mean, it's up for a, a game of the year award, a game award this year for best three D action or best action adventure game. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's on par for it. Like I think right now it's in my running for game of the year. Where like I would have never, if you told me three years ago there would be a Tomb Raider game that would be considered for my game of the year, I would have called you crazy. But like it's interesting from a narrative perspective. It out. Um, uh, Nathan Drake and out Uncharted and out Uncharted, Uncharted Uncharted and like so like your move Uncharted to figure out what you're going to do but like it is Uncharted 4 un- next year yeah. I mean but like here's the thing I'm really interested to see what Uncharted 4 does because what this game does Uncharted like is pretty pretty traditionally you guys are familiar with the series yeah. like, it's a yeah. very narratively driven uh, like unparalleled writing but they mm-hmm. do this thing where it's a very scripted linear kind of experience you have a little bit of latitude or like you're climbing and there's all the, a similar set pieces in this new one especially, <clears throat> this game opens up and you're in these hub worlds. So you get this sweet it's sweet set piece moment where you're dodging rocks and it's on rails and it's awesome. But then it opens up and you're in this world where you can kind of choose what to do with that with all okay. these RPG elements. And then you choose your weapon of choice. Like you make your bow better. You make your gun better. Nathan Drake is just picking up any gun he can find, shooting somebody in the face with it till the next gun. Where it's cool to see... Lara, Camille, Luddington, take ownership of her weapon of choice or the one that you enjoy playing with the most because you've chosen this upgrade path. Like, it's fantastic. I, I wish mean, more games where this goes. I, I agree. There's There are two different types of games, though. One's a straight-up shooter where one is that action-adventure mm-hmm. art with RPG mm-hmm. elements sort of a thing. Yeah. It's like thin, thin lines separating the two. I'm, I'm a fan of both. I like Uncharted because it reminds me of Indiana Jones. I like Tomb Raider because it reminds me of what I wanted Tomb Raider to be. Have you uh, what about this? you? I haven't played the Rise yet. Have you played the, you played the reboot? I played the, I played the reboot, but okay. I haven't played the original. Same. Same? <laughs> yeah. Okay. But would you... So, let's... Why don't, okay, we'll get to recasting and verdict and all that sort of stuff. Uh, this... So, this, this movie... Great in when it comes to comparing itself to the original uh, Tomb Raider games, but doesn't hold a candle to the new ones, and we'll get to how we feel about the new ones in a moment. For our favorite lines, though, uh, these oh, these were God. did you did you put any down? Did anybody? I have a couple. Okay, then, but you, I know I'd like then you wait, Stacey, okay, yeah. please. Because I, I, I had a couple. Is everybody still looking? Should I just say mine? Yeah, yeah. please, please, All right. please, please. Yeah. So there was there was one at the end that I liked for really dumb reasons uh, uh, when when our. Uh, our esteemed boy, uh, Noah Taylor Bryce, the, uh, the tech guy, Laura's tech guy. Uh, <laughs> does anybody know how to, to fly a helicopter? I got over 150 hours between flight simulators and models. See that? No, that's not the same thing. You don't understand. Well, how about for a real thing? Two hours. 
Well, I hope you remember those two hours. Like, that was really silly, but the fact that it was, it was, we led up to that line with him playing little flight simulators right. for the one minute he was on screen, then having a little helicopter. That's, all he was there for was to fly the helicopter at sure. the end. Yes. But at least it was built up to for one thing in the that movie. That had the best setup and payoff. It did. Best setup and payoff. But that one was tied for a completely silly one, which was when they they go to Terry's prison and and the guy opens the door and says, "Welcome to Fantasy Island. My name yeah. is Armin Kyle, and I'll be your yes, guy." Yeah. I was like, "All right, this fine. is yeah. silly movie. Lying. Here we go. Yeah. All right, I'm ready. Here that we was go." The line. <laughs> uh, who wants to go next? Go ahead. All right. So the only other one that I had, which. Not necessarily favorite, but one of the most ridiculous lines to me was the um, when it's it's Terry and Laura, and Terry's like, "You can break my wrist, but I'm still gonna kiss you." That was a controller chess moment. A lot of the dialogue was was just like, "Get the hell out of here!" That was was real rough. to the point where like I want to set up like a control to like we should go out and try and use that line and see like how people just see what like it's just it's ridiculous. I've I've got over 150 hours in flight simulators (laughs) models. I, w- I would say no to. I would say no to. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I would say no to. I've got two. I've got two. I've got Laura saying, um, she, right post wrist breaking moment, um, and she's saying that she, she's leaving. She locks him to the bed or whatever, and she says, "I'm not leaving you because I couldn't kill you. Oh. I'm leaving because, because I could." And oh. uh, again, best slash worst. I also really like the exchange with Chen Lo, where she says she looks him in the face and says, "Take the offer before it expires," and he goes. No. <laughs> she responds with, then I will have to force you. And he responds with, my favorite line, then I will have to kill you. <laughs> right? Oh, that, uh, all right. That was the, the thing that I was that trying to, quickly. I was trying to grab for in the plot discussion. The part with the Chinese family, where she's just like, can I hijack your satellite de- feed? Uh-huh. And sure. just like, let me borrow your uh-huh. bubblegum, little girl. And they're just like, whatever, what's going on? I don't, what? And that was silly and stupid as all hell. And then right. it, it got great when Jerry showed up at the same people's house and went, oh, this is the right place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, that's pretty, that's pretty funny. There are a couple of parts where it, where it uh, totally, totally worked out. Uh, so now we're going to recast the movie. This oh. is something that I stole 100% from Action Movie Anatomy, which yes, you can follow you on Twitter at AMA Podcast. So, uh, we've got some ideas. Uh, let's start. Does anybody, anybody else want to want to go? We're recasting Lara, Terry, and Jonathan, the villain. Okay. All right. Anybody? Who do you want to start with? Uh, well, Alexis in the booth says Emily Blunt for Laura. I could not agree more with Alexis. I really like, like that line. choice. Yep. I've got it like written down. But if I'm we're not going, just cribbing her answer. <laughs> but if we're going younger, if we're going for this new Laura Croft series, we got to go a little bit younger. Camille Luddington. Uh, from the games. And I know from Camille Grey's Anatomy. Uh, Camille yes. Luddington. So good. Uh, I put down Alicia Vikander. Explain to me who that she is. is. She is from Ex Machina and oh. Man from Uncle. My God, she, that's a she, great call. She's not British. She is no. Swedish, but she can pull off that British accent. No, 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 pretty it's, awesome. I'm on board. That's that's good casting. She would have to yep. gain some weight though because she is a stick. But I, I think she's she's up and coming and, yeah. and can really make it work. Stacey. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I thought that Katie Cassidy would be an interesting fit for the new Laura Croft. I do like Katie that. Cassidy. Who's she? She was right now. She's on Arrow. She's Laurel Lance. Okay. Yep. Oh, okay. I, I wouldn't have even one. thought, but now, now that you say it and you, I place her in that Arrow universe, I can see that a little bit. Yeah, because yeah, the bow's around. Yeah. Is that is that <laughs> probably, why? Because the bow's yeah. around. Yeah. Not yeah. even, but uh, 
Amelia Clark, also from uh, from Alexis in the booth. Alexis is good at this. Uh, let's yeah, go to Terry. I kind of have an idea where people... There's, there is a new Gerard Butler in town. Oh, is there? That's right. pretty... I mean, he's got the same body type. He's just from a different country. What was... Tom Hardy. Uh, oh, I so almost chose Tom Hardy. I would also want him as my backup in the in the phone book movie. Chris Hemsworth? No. Liam Hemsworth? So I think also attractive men. I think for this role, again, he was my favorite part of this movie. I really want to see Oscar Isaac, also from Ex Machina. He's a charming okay. son of a bitch. I, like uh, a I feel like he would have a great chemistry with people. And he's one of the more talented guys on the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, Oscar Isaac, for me, would be like the perfect, okay. the perfect casting man. I like that. Tom Hardy's not bad. Tom Hardy's I mean, a good one. Um, did you I like. <laughs> Thank you. So good. I like uh, Travis Fimmel, Fimmel from Vikings. Oh yes. Okay. Yes. 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 He's good. He's good. <laughs> I can see that. I think he has that I think kind of all... like rough devil may care attitude. Yeah, and I like going. how how for the most part we're all going foreign. Oscar's just like Han Solo to me a little it bit. Was, right? like, he's like, and, and he's in Star Wars. That's why. Yeah, mm-hmm. man, it's gonna be awesome. Um, we get that little bit of a, a little mm-hmm. bit of a flair from around the world. I like it. Uh, and finally, our villain, Mr. Jonathan Reese, played by Ciaran Hines. Yes. Idris Elba from Alexis Ooh. in the Booth. Dude, could you just come in, Alexis? Because I feel like you're, you're well, killing it. We'll try to we'll try to have She's you in next time. Killing yeah. it. Uh, I put down Alan Rickman. Oh God! The arguably okay. the best villain of all time. Hans, we talking Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber. But ho, for th- ho ho, <laughs> now I have a machine gun. Agree on that, I, dude, that guy could be the villain in every movie. I, I have just of. given you Ebola. <laughs> Here oh, is well, the cure. <laughs> he won't be joining us for the rest of his life. This is Pandora's box. Oh, I'm on board. I will make it into the uh, deadliest a, oh, disease God. of all. I went a little bit younger, so I wanted charming but scary. Uh, so I think um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Oh, yeah. The comedian oh. from uh, The Watchmen, recently cast on uh, Walking Dead. That guy's yes. a charming son of a bitch. And I kind of wanted the... I wanted that Joker crazy, and that guy does that well, but violent. I think he can play smart. Right. I also... I don't know, you guys watching Fargo? You guys familiar? I'm not watching Fargo. Patrick oh. Wilson. So be a younger, more buttoned-up suit-type scientist. Wilson. He's the main cop in that. He's also in Watchmen. He's Owlboy in Watchmen. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah, a very, yeah, like, yeah, But imagine him in this movie, very buttoned-up, like, like mm-hmm. you know, suited-up scientist guy, so he's really charming. So he's got to be... He's more on the, I'm going to scare you with my intellect than, like, just pure, pure physical prowess. But he also, especially yeah, in Fargo, like, he doesn't... Yeah, yeah, when yeah. When yeah. threatened with violence, he doesn't blink, right? Like, and so, I don't know. I, I, I'm okay. a big Patrick Wilson fan. Well, that gave me a whole new idea right now. Um, me too. Maybe think of Andrew Scott. I like him. Moriarty mm-hmm. and Sherlock, mm-hmm. and I think he has that kind of terrifying intellect. Kind of could he just be going yes. for him? Uh, him and Alan Rickman in every movie. But that also gave me uh, Hiddleston. I'm, I'm suffering yes. Hiddleston fatigue right now. I can agree with that. I, I love I that guy. But also, Crimson that Peak too. was everywhere. It all was of everywhere. all of that advertising was just like, I don't care about the movie. I just want the ads to stop. I just want Moriarty right. now. That's all. Yeah. I can he play Lara that was too? Awesome. I just want, can I want we, Laura, let's just re- can we just have this whole thing. Quiet, let's Done. redo it. Benedict is Laura. Yes. Uh, Martin is oh, Terry. Oh, jeez. <laughs> let's We're just recast the whole right. thing. Dame Judi Dench is the villain, because right. I want more Dame Judi Dench. Let's, can we just Beautiful. have the the new Chris, next year's Christmas special be a Lara Croft thing? Yes. Where he's like I wearing the short so. shorts I'm and like board. the cami. I'm on board. Yes. Super down. Final. Yes. Like Borat, just like running around. Yes. Oh gosh. Mm-hmm. I, I want to watch this. 
Uh, bless. These are free ideas, Hollywood. <laughs> free. This is free. No, we're keeping Jerry in the phone book. We're right. keeping okay, that. Right. Okay, okay. That's ours. If you're That's, watching yeah. this, please animate this. PCMTM. <laughs> pay big money to see this. Final thoughts about Laura Croft's Tomb Raider, The Cradle of Life. I'm excited with the direction that they're going with the, obviously, the games. And I'm excited about the, right. the remake, the guy that was tied to uh, the Huntsman, the Huntsman 2000, whatever. I, I, yeah, Snow and the Huntsman? Uh, yep, yep. So um, I'm hoping, I've got high hopes, right? I think because there's a lot of potential there. It's a rich kind of backstory, a lot to draw from. And if mm. we can recontextualize it and have her be awesome and a three-dimensional, well-flushed-out human being, I'm super on board. Yes. Yep, In a completely different way. Um I had so many problems with this movie as far as like how they used mythology and ignored it when they wanted to, but then brought it back in. That mm. that was probably the biggest thing. It was yeah. ter- overall the acting was not terrible, but everything around it was. So it was still subpar. <laughs> it, it, this movie, like there, there, there. Keep your counts at home. Uh, there's going to be a super count one day of all the times where I say this movie. Uh, dubs to dubs. To, to, I would love Boom. it. I would Perfect. love it. Uh, I don't <laughs> this movie for most video game movies that we do I'm like ah if it was on on TNT on a Sunday I'd watch it I know you do I would not watch no, this movie enough. on TNT on a Sunday It's not even play a the game they got exa- bad movies Yeah I would just play kind of like waste time waster No I wouldn't even watch the riff tracks of this and they're damn entertaining mm-hmm. The writers are fantastic just play the game. Play Rise. Tomb Raider, and even just the original Tomb Raider, you could probably get for 20 bucks at GameStop yep. if you haven't played it, and then you get Rise of the Tomb Raider. You are set. Uh, so yep. fi- our final thing, really quick. Uh, game over, or extra life, for the Tomb Raider franchise. Stacy. For the franchise as a whole, I would whole. love to see more movies. Mm-hmm. For that particular line of movies, definitely game over. <laughs> but extra life for Tomb Raider. Yes, I Tomb Raider in general. For Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm with Alexis and, and you. Like, yeah, uh, extra life, hundred percent. There's a lot, a lot of potential there. And Microsoft is is sort is they're really kind of uh, pushing their weight around when it comes to using their. Uh, their studio yeah. and 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 creating their own content. So I see it within the next five years. We'll we'll probably see something, maybe a short, maybe something exclusively mm. through Xbox. We need more ass kicking women in movies. So yes, we it. do. One hundred percent. That is a resounding extra life. We got one from Alexis as well. Yeah, uh, so everybody on the panel, put yourself over. Actually, before we do that, yeah. want to make a quick announcement. We'll be back in two weeks for another episode of Video Game Movie Anatomy. And because Patrick hasn't seen it, and we want to confuse the living daylights out of him. Yeah. We have decided on Pokemon the first movie. So make sure you watch Pokemon the first movie and uh, join us live in two weeks on Monday at 6 p.m., our regular time. But until then, before trying to catch them all, uh, where can the folks find you on Twitter, social media, some projects? Go ahead, please. All right, well, come find me at Nerds Doing Stuff. We're up to a lot more stuff now that I'm not planning a wedding anymore. <laughs> Seriously. Congratulations. It was long <laughs> you can find me on iTunes. I host a video game podcast called Pixel by Pixel. Uh, it's a video game and all kinds of nonsense. Nonsense is good? Nonsense. Dialogue, dialogue. It's perfect. Dialogue. Social media plug. You can follow me on Twitter at SoapboxMark. Also, follow the other podcast that I do here, Jedi Alliance, Jedi underscore Alliance. Uh, we do with Star Wars. Who knew? Uh, and uh, if you want to... Battlefront's coming out. We're covering Battlefront next week. If you want to oh, play it for yeah. the show, uh, follow me on Twitter, and, and I might get some footage playing next week. So, thank you for joining us on this episode of Video Game Movie Anatomy to be continued. Thanks, Alexis. Producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We 
would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.